Uh, I got one curves at six foot one. What's up with you, Joe? Sponsored by Canal 51. DC nonprofit uh, helping people deal with shit like uh, mental health issues, stress, and everything else. Before you focus on somebody else, focus on yourself. Uh, don't leave them problems on the shelf. Uh, talking through your shit can help you and somebody else. I was on the verge of doing one of my family members in. I definitely didn't have a poem today. I just didn't really have time. Yeah, look at me. Look at me. I'm improv in there. Yeah. Yeah, let's do some improv. All right. I'm called Mines. My boss had me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alright. You don't need no you don't need no one to say already through you alley you. Yeah, I would say she had me fucked up. Why? Because oh we gotta rhyme like the last word, so hold on. We ain't got rhyme. <laughs> you know the most remember we had to learn the little stinks poems, like mm -hmm. different ones, rhyme. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She had me fucked up because she asked me to decorate at Crampton today. And I bought my co-worker. And we was on my phone. Way. And then she said, on front of the stage, I want blue and white. I'm like, hmm, bitch, that don't seem right. How colors is red, blue, and white? So I'm so mad because I did red, blue, and white, and we um, took pictures, sent it to her, she had a problem with it. She said, did you run out of blue? I didn't run out of blue. She said, well, why is there red? Because that's the colors of the university. She said, oh, no, I don't like that. I'm take it down in the morning. It pissed me off so bad. Because this has been a very, very hard week. Because each... She only been here twice this week. And I've been here every day dealing with everything from a payment to a light bulb going out to people worried about what's in a graduation and what's in a graduation bag to somebody put the second and not the third engraved into mm -hmm. the world. I do not have time to be tripping about no red, no fucking red balloon. Pop the shit and move on. Hmm. That's it. <laughs> oh, and then, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Pop the shit and move on. Yeah, because that's how I'm going. The bitch is going to block, on the block lips. And y'all know what's on with that. Okay, okay. The more, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Y'all was a snap. <laughs> we, know if you, we know if you was finished, sister. <laughs> I'm finished, y'all. I had to read. Oh, Lord. So, um, it's looking back in my rearview mirror, my traumas don't define me. And what I mean by that is, um, 
yeah, I'm not going to be stuck in my past. My past is not going to hold me down. Like, I'm not going to let things that happen um, in my past weigh me down. Like, I can move forward. I can get over it. Um, yeah, like, that's, it's not the end of the road. So those traumas don't necessarily define me. And by no means am I saying it's not a part of who I am. They just don't define me. Uh-huh. Is that enough saying um, I don't look like what I've been through in a way, kind of? Yeah. But do you feel like what you've been through? Depends on the moment. Yeah, you want... That depends on what day. Yeah, you want you want look and feel. You know what I'm saying? Your best. For me, most days, I... Most days, that's the case. Um, you know, every once in a while, it gets to me. But, you know... I'm able to Shut down in the booth. jump back up and move forward. Uh, all right, now you say they don't define you, but they uh, they still a part of you. So how much? Uh, what's like the balance sheet of it? Can you explain that a little further in detail? Um, okay. So the traumas of my past allow me to be empathetic and sympathetic to a lot of people. Um, I am, although I'm standoffish or people may think that I am um if you're a good person you'll know you'll see through the I guess whatever smoke screen or whatever it is that you that the average person would think and yeah you'll you can see through it um Like, my traumas allow me to help so many people in so many different ways. And because I've been through some of the stuff that I've been through, that's the only reason why I'm able to help. I can title something that says uh, Life Struggles. Since we're on the topic of talking about... uh, life and all the things that come along with it i'm about to hit because i know like with me i suffer with depression and ptsd things like that and um i felt for a long time that you know it wasn't nothing really wrong and that i could pretty much handle everything on my own and I recently started seeing a therapist. And since I've been seeing her, I felt much better on handling different situations, life struggles and different things like that. 
how things I cannot have. Like for instance, I got this image in my head of this man that I want. I cannot have him because he belongs to another. Holding tight to what I believe, pushing past misconceptions, I still can't be a thief. What's for me is for me. I steal nothing. It comes my way and I pick it up. Your cake and eat it too. Oh, look, get out my, get out my mind. I was just about to say that. Call me now. You know, we do counseling. Uh, yeah, uh, psychic readings at six four one two. Yeah, that's that Aquarius man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Damn. Hi, I'm kind of ready. <laughs> you have to say who you are. I'm Maya. I'm kind of ready. <laughs> okay, Maya. Things you cannot have. Okay, y'all, y'all got that with me because I ain't never done this. Um, so I was just gonna say, um, a thing that I can't have is a calm peace of mind. I would have to say the things that I cannot have is the time back with my children to fix the mistakes that I made when raising them. Um, the one thing that I can't have is both heaven and hell. Sometimes the materialistic world can pull you even though you are a spiritual being. Okay. The time that I wish I could get back is the eight years of a verbal and physical abuse relationship that I was in. My body tingles with your touch. I smile whenever, hold on one second. I smile whenever I think about or see you. It seems as if we both are running from the same thing, stubborn and setting our ways. Love is hidden so deep. I'm afraid of going to sleep because when I wake up, the fantasy is gone and reality is now stuck on repeat. So things I can't have are my fantasies. Yes, sister, yes! Are you guys? So I was looking at some of my writings and I'm going to read this to y'all and um, I, then I'll tell you what I could, can't have afterwards, like the last thing I said. Um, it's titled Obsolete. I feel like nothing, like smother air or flat tire, like I'm a circle of unending havoc, lost, incomplete, backspace, unreturned, muted, depleted, deleted, encased, engulfed, suffocating, broken, injured, bruised, battered, belittled, betrayed, boxed out, rejected. How do I continue to come back to the same place time after time? So I believe when I wrote that, I didn't have a positive outlook. It is said that the darker the darkness is, the brighter the light shines. See, the sea has been planted and I figured no way it could be tainted. But what happens if I give in to the forbidden fruit and become distracted, blinded by smoke screen, by smoke screens and unicorn wings trapped inside a siren's tomb, my seed begins to grow. But I'm stuck behind while the world takes its lashes at its shells. 
chipping away at the foundation which was laid. People looking for handouts and hookups, but not me. Stop, freeze. Now put your hands up slowly. Now get down on your knees. Let me show you how those words are homophones. Sound familiar? You heard it from the cops and I heard it from the preacher. If you ask me, they're saying the same thing. Now let's now let's get back to that seed. Misleaded, misled, misdirected. My seed was somehow infected, injected with peer pressures and society misguided standards of what a young king should be. So what if the one I was sent to save was sent to kill me? My biggest trigger is someone underestimating my intelligence. Hello, can you hear me? I seem to be invisible. I'm standing right here in front of you, pushed to the side, discarded like rotten fruit. Hello, can you see me? Let me help you. I'm right here, open up and let me in. My biggest trigger is being ignored. That's correct. Don't tell me this guy is orange and we both looking right at it. So what color is this guy? The same color that I see it, if I see what I see, and you know that I seen it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. But what if you could, never mind, I was about to. We both could mind. be right. So y'all both could be right. Just don't try to convince me yeah. when it is what it is, or try to make me think I'm the crazy one. Quick question. Okay. Um, so when someone underestimate you, does it trigger you the is it triggering you the wrong way or triggering you to to go for like push forward? Because you know, oftentimes I get underestimated, but that's just, you know, that just fuels my fire. It pushes me to, you know, do better. Well, because I didn't, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Because I didn't know better at the time when I was dealing with it, it triggered me to enrage, basically. Um, but now, yes, it makes me just, you know, want to push on. But back then, it triggered me to, to no end. And then I did some things where I shouldn't have done. And now that I think about them, I'm thankful that it wasn't worse than what I did. So oftentimes we tend to say that we forgive others. How, like when, when y'all do things or when people do things to y'all, do y'all forgive yourself? Like, I believe that, that, you know, forgiving yourself and, you know, I think that's the first step of moving forward and healing. So how, how, how much time are you taking out for yourself um, to say, okay, yeah, this happened. I did this. Um, oh, this person triggered me. Okay. But this was my reaction. So I forgive myself for doing this and like, now I can move forward and not, you know, let that be a weight to hold me back. Car wash, 
home improvement. Uh, we do a uh, fitness training. Shit, um, shit, fucked up right now because of the pandemic. I'm trying to get that PPP. We doing body waxing too. Yeah, I do the little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, car body. Like, what? What do you? What do you mean, body wax? <laughs> the the little uh detailing yeah we doing the we doing bikini waxes all that shit yeah, oh little, shit yeah i got the glue and i got the glue and the tape from taking them little classes i've been watching 40 year old glue it's wax okay we just we all right we got 40 40 percent off we just started yeah 40 <laughs> yeah, right. anything better than anything better than something nothing you know what i'm saying yeah, support your black-owned businesses. <laughs> I, my eyes would be like little Chinese people. I, I make them little noises. I, come get your, come get your wax. Come get your wax. Forty cent off. <laughs> what color you want? What color you want? All right. Now my question for everybody that that I do want everybody to ask. Um, that popped up like to say traumas don't define you. The uh looking at the opposite if they do everybody know it's easy to say um why you would date yourself um, that being that being so easy i'm sure everybody have 10 things to say can uh can somebody tell me the uh, biggest thing that why wouldn't why wouldn't i date me yeah, what do that yeah, what do that look like to you like uh when you do it and you know you in a relationship like yeah some shit you know you wouldn't fucking yeah you appreciate your your mate for not leaving or sticking with you with when you when you display this shit because you know it's irritating you don't even like when you do it i can go first <clears throat> i would not date me um the reason being is because I am very impatient, but I do expect everyone else to be patient with me. That yeah, like yeah, I know that I'm I'm definitely definitely working on, you know, understanding and getting more patience, but yeah, I wouldn't date myself if myself like if the person was impatient. Um, I would say I would not date me because I am hard to figure out. Like a lot of people always say that, um, I guess once they think they figured me out, then I always like come up with something new. Like, um, like you can't really figure, really figure me out. Like, yeah. Once you think you know, you don't. But wouldn't that be intriguing to some? Um, it all depends on how they view it and if they're strong enough for it. That's why I would say only the strong survive with me because I already know that I'm a piece of work, but I'm a good piece of work. You know, like, I can be something, but, you know, it, it, I mean, if you, you know, keep with it, you know what I'm saying? It's, a good, it's just for the good of everybody, I feel. Like, I just don't give myself, like, any part of me to, you know, the weak, per se. 
playing devil's advocate, probably. I know that shit got irritate people. Like, um, I'm always going. It look like I go against what people say, uh, cause I like to know both sides of shit. Yeah, I do think that's annoying, but I also like respect that because a lot of times people don't see or try to view things from a different perspective, and once they get that perspective, now they view it differently. And they're like, oh, you know what? I ain't even see it like that. Respect, you know, like because most people don't. Everybody know what they know until somebody else enlighten them. I wouldn't date me because I have OCD. Not as bad as I used to, but still bad. So wouldn't that, hold on, wait a minute. So if you have, so you wouldn't date yourself because you have OCD, but if- Yeah, because sometimes it can be, it can be overwhelming. But it, it should take a load off of you if the other person's OCD too. Like y'all both, yeah, right? No. I mean, yeah. am I thinking? It, it should take the load off. However, you know how like if a person is a certain way and that you start dating somebody and they are not accommodating to that way, it shuts it down real quick. But I was just saying why I wouldn't date me because sometimes, like I said, it can be overwhelming. Okay, when I say temperament, I mean more like my feistiness. Like I... I I like a man who like kind of calm, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, internal when he needs to, but more so like, but with me, like he just, you know what I'm saying, real chill in my love. Because I could have, if I kind of like, you know, turn up a little bit with my attitude, I like somebody who can like calm me down, not turn up with me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I guess that would be my thing is like, if somebody kind of matched my energy with that, sometimes I think I'd be like, I would have to say my sarcasm. I wouldn't want somebody with my sarcasm at times because it can be very hurtful. A friend's secret? Uh-huh. <laughs> so my, yeah. One of, one of your girlfriends tell you some, uh, tell you some shit they just did that was, uh, distasteful. And, um, I guess you, yeah. Yeah. Do you, you trying not to judge? I don't know what do that, how does that make you feel hearing some, yeah. Yeah, once you catch one of your yeah, how one of your friend's secrets made you feel one time. For me, my friend's secret made me feel like how could you lower your standards like that? Um, but just when you think you've seen it all, stick around. Me and my girl used to talk every day. It said that something that small could make or break now even though i don't fuck with you i miss you i don't know i'm gonna still keep it true or 
even though people want to be nosy and not mind their business, um, I still keep your secret. Um, a lot of my friends' secrets allow me to, well, kind of made me say me too, because a lot of things they shared allowed me to then open up and um, share with them. Like, you not the only one to experience something like this. So it was like a me too moment. And then, like, we both, like, kind of help heal one another. A lot of times when people tell me, like, some real dark stuff, it's like they can no longer, like, they need to tell somebody and then, a lot of times it's like I've already dealt with whatever the situation is or I know someone that I can link them up with that they can talk to. So, I mean, a lot of it's more like, okay, me too. And then I'm willing and vulnerable enough to share. And then I guess the healing begins for me and them. I don't think my problem is the fact that I don't trust because I trust me. I just don't trust you. So, with forgiveness, it's easy to forgive myself. I just not sure if forgiving you is possible. Okay, quick question. So, you don't forgive a person who done something to you. They're now dead and gone. You still holding on to that grudge. Who is that hurting? Um, we were talking about people dying. No, I'm. I said. Uh -oh. uh, what? <laughs> I said you don't forget. Somebody did something to you. Mm -hmm. forget, you know they now they're gone, right? Mm -hmm. You still have not forgiven them. Mm -hmm. Who is that hurting? Both of us. They did. How, how are you hurting them? Oh, because I, I come with you in the afternoon. Oh, Jesus. So, you know, I think for me, it hurt my feelings because, you know, necessarily we didn't squash the beef, but then at the same time, your feelings should be hurt too because you didn't do that. You, you ain't do it either. So we both have fault. Am I petty? It's not for me to tell you if you're petty. That's your own judgment. I can't judge I don't, you. I don't view you as petty. I, I, When you said that, my thoughts was she has a lot of hurt. Mm, that could be true. And I'm also stubborn. I, I, it's like, I don't know. I have a thing to where it's like, if I love you, you better love me. Like, you don't have no option not to love me. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm over possessive of the people I don't know that I care about. And maybe like my expectations, if I love you, that you would love me back. But that's just how I feel. Like if you love me, you know what I'm saying? If you say that, then hey, till death do us talk. And even after, like, that's just how I feel. But it's a thin line between love and hate. For an example, my cousin who was murdered back in August or whatever, like, Yes, that's my family. I, it's just like, but at the same time, maybe I don't know if I'm still grieving, but I'm still mad. Like when he left, like I was ready to pull him up, up out the ground. I'm just like, you know, we have a lot of, it was just more so like I was so mad, you know what I'm saying, about the whole situation and the fact that 
we didn't really get the opportunity to do what we should have did. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still mad. Like, just because you're long, that don't mean that I don't still have an attitude with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still working on it, I guess, in the sense of healing from that. But at the same time, it's, it's more so that's what I mean. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like, I don't know. I can't explain it. That's one of the stages of grief. Yeah. Anger, denial. Dear God, as we end this week, let us turn our thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding us in everything we say and do. Give us the patience that we need to keep our peace of mind. And with life cares, dear God, we hope some happiness to find. Let us live just for today, not worrying what's ahead. For we have trusted you'll see we get our daily bread. Give us the courage to face life trials and not from troubles run. Let us keep this thought in mind, thy will not mine be done. And if some wish we do not get, though we have prayed to thee, help us to believe and understand you know what's best for us. We failed you many times, we know, but tonight when we rest, we hope that we can kneel and say, dear God, we tried our best. Amen. 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 And be safe. And see you on Tuesday of God's spirit. Yes, amen. Fix your face, Mike. <laughs> no ball. I don't know what that means, sister. You know exactly what she meant. I do not know what that means, sister. Just, just from you saying that, I know that you know. I don't know. What you, I don't know what that means, sister. You know, I'm. Yeah. It means that God is good. I, I do not. I, never, I don't disagree. Not one. Not one percent. I just say we got a different name. Alrighty, everybody. Night <laughs> was great. Oh my God, I loved it. I loved it. We got to do this again. Um. I had so much fun doing the um, improv poetry with you guys. Now that y'all have had a taste of it, be ready for more.